Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, we're money now. We're rolling. All right. Welcome back to the Life Wide Open podcast. Today is a big day. We have our first ever guest on, Haley Deegan. Really? I'm your guest. You're the first, first yeah. ever guest? I'm, like, yeah. out of the group guest. Out okay, of the group guest. Ahead. Yeah. Yep. So it's a big day for us. You know, we don't, we don't get the opportunity to, you know, have a lot of people on because as you guys know, not a lot of people probably come up this way, but <laughs> luckily for us, we were filming some YouTube videos over the past couple of days, so we figured we'd better hop on. What? You mean people don't fly into Minnesota and drive three and a half hours to come down here? <laughs> not a lot <laughs> of people. It's not an occasional thing? <laughs> no, not a lot of people. We are we don't do a lot of collabs, so only only with cool people, so. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> the friendship that almost didn't happen. 
Oh it's yeah, true. It's true. you guys tried so to cancel close. on me. <laughs> we were so close to being not friends but enemies. You guys would have just shit talked us no, to everyone. No, no, no. I totally understand because it all started with us planning to come down here, and then we booked our flights, and then you're like, "Oh man, like I don't think you guys should." come It was this a weekend. bad time of year. Yeah, yeah, and I totally understand, especially living out here. Like right. the weather's not right. Yeah, just can make it so difficult not having enough right. vehicles to ride around. Like simple yeah. things, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, I'm glad we all got it worked out and we all got to hang out. And then we got to come back again. Yeah, so. yeah. No, yeah, it, was, it was fun. It was the first collab, and we didn't want you guys to show up and be disappointed like, because fuck, we didn't have we anything <laughs> for you guys to yeah. do. And, yeah. I mean, obviously, you guys are used to, you know, playing with a lot of toys. You got you guys are around cool shit all the time. So we just didn't want to have you fly in and be like, damn, well, this is a waste of time, <laughs> you know? Because at the time, we were like, I, I don't think I don't think they uh, – know what they're getting themselves yeah, into. Yeah, I was like, they like, want to collab with us? Like, <laughs> I think you guys undersell yourself a lot. Like, you guys are actually a lot more bigger deal to, I think, a lot of people and a lot like a lot of fan bases, and I think to my fan base and a lot of other YouTubers' fan bases. And I think maybe maybe you guys don't see that because you are in Minnesota. And True. You, you just so secluded. Yeah, so. yeah, it's so secluded here. Yeah. And there's, like, the closest gas station, there's, like, one within, like, an hour radius. The gas station, <laughs> convenience store, mall. Yeah, it's all, all in one. one. All yeah. in one. And so... I, that's probably why I think you guys don't think you're as big a deal, but I definitely think you guys are like well worth coming down here and clapping with you guys. Right. <laughs> we actually you. brought Haley on to just pump our tires. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the hype man. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty stoked to uh, not only just like form like a collabing relationship to make fun videos together, but like you and your boyfriend Chase and the rest of the crew. Like you guys are like our genuine, genuinely like our good friends now. Yeah, which is which is cool to see. It's it's uh it's nice because we don't hang around other you know creators or people mm-hmm. in the space. So like we can just you know talk it up all night about YouTube or mm-hmm. you know whatever because yeah. we're all kind of in the same. Yeah, and it's cool to see other people that are, like, in your same position and, like, started out where, like, we started out and, like, have experienced it all. Like, whether it's going down to, like, just simply YouTube Studio and, like, the depressing emotional roller coaster (laughs) of YouTube Studio and, like, the one out of ten ranking. And so it's, like, like, talking those talks with other people who understand it fully, I feel like it gives you, like, a sense, like, a realization. Like, okay, we're doing things right. Our channel's not tanking. Maybe it's just in a little hole right now. It just constantly goes up and down. I think that's just the name of the game but hearing it from other people it, it just like it's like satisfying <laughs> yeah you guys have had a serious blow up i will say i mean <laughs> 10 months ago you were just starting out and now you guys are just you've been crushing it and and we'll get chase on here for uh later and uh have you guys talk about that but i mean seriously like mm-hmm. You guys work your asses off, and I, I just do the talking. Chase just does all the magic behind the camera and the yeah. editing. And Miller, now we have on, so I feel like he helps out so much. And the two of them together, like between, I feel like Chase's strong suit is telling stories, and I feel like where Miller's strong suit is is the cinematics and the photography. Right. So like both of them together is like the ultimate combo. And I feel like you've seen it in this last like couple of videos that we've posted mm-hmm. that it's like just heightened so much, and like everything, like there's nothing left on the table, like no crumb left behind you got a good crew i i I gotta say yeah that's important too Mm -hmm. very i'm sure you guys know (laughs) yeah it is important so like you guys aren't you're not a youtuber or would you consider yourself a youtuber first no i consider myself a nascar driver first okay so let's get into that then so for the people that don't know you for that they might just know you from youtube or this might be the first time meeting you um give like a little briefing on what your job title Mm -hmm. would be like a nascar driver like explain that 
Yeah, so pretty much I race in the NASCAR Camperville Truck Series. I started out racing lower levels of stock cars, but before that I raced off-road trucks. Uh, won a bunch of championships, a bunch of races and off-road trucks. Only girl to ever do it. And I kind of peaked at 15 years old, like before I even had my license or anything in off-road racing. Like I was at the top level winning, and I was like, what's next? Like I can't just peak right now at 15 years old in my career. And so that's when I took the venture to stock car racing. So now it's five years into stock car racing, five, four or five years. And so I've just been going down that path of trying to, like, make it in the sport of NASCAR, make it to be in the Cup Series where, like, you see, like, the Kyle Busch, like, where Jimmy Johnson raced, Dale Jr., like, where all those people made their names. And so, like, that's where I want to be in, like, an image that I want. And I want to be, like, those guys that are retired now that are still, like, the face of the sport. But, like, obviously I'm in the Truck Series, and I still have a lot of work to do and still far to go. It's kind of like... There's three levels in, like, the top traveling series of NASCAR that kind of go together some races. Um, sometimes the trucks are by themselves or, like, not with the other series. But for the most part, it's together. And so, like, you're kind of on the main stage, but it's, like, the starter level of the main stage where all kind of the younger people race. So when you were racing the truck series or, or the uh, off-road series, mm-hmm. sorry, were you racing, like, full-grown men? Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. There was kids my age when I was in the cart class because it capped out at 16 years old. Um, I actually got out of that class at 14 after I won the championship. I was like, let's move up. Like, I won the championship when I was 14 years old. And so we went to, like, the actual pro class, which my dad started in that a few years back. And so I was racing against guys that my dad started out racing with. And so, like, even guys now that are, like, fully married with, like, three kids. And wow. so I was, I've was i always <laughs> raced against really, like, a lot of full-grown men. <laughs> and you were just going in there as a 14-year-old girl and just mm-hmm. clean and shop. Yeah, and, like, first race, I finished second. It's, like, it was cool. They get on the podium, and I feel like off-road racing I felt so comfortable like I felt like it was like second nature for me like it was like it was like walking like everything was just comfortable about it and it's like going to stalker racing it was like different so different there's so much to learn and like I just felt so uncomfortable and like I'm still trying to feel completely comfortable to this day how fast are you going out like out there I would say the fastest we get like in the 190s at some of the bigger tracks Jeez. um that's and you take hits at that fast it hurts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Was, that was my next question because like I've been you know following you and you keep getting in these crashes Mm -hmm. it it seems like that's gotta hurt so i've never really had like that bad of crashes before the last one at bristol the um and that was a couple races ago but that was the worst hit i've had just because it was totally like totally caught off guard like you're you're going pretty fast at bristol it's a small track the walls come up quick it's only a half mile but you're still going like 150 like you're still going really fast and the racing's tight jesus yeah and so someone shot down hit the inside wall and came up and i thought i was gonna clear him because i'm still going wide open trying to clear him i can't like it happened so fast i didn't even have time to check up and just hit me and then smoked me into the wall and at so 150 like, miles an hour yeah and so like that double hit is what really hurts and then you like slap the rear to the nose and originally i thought i broke my jaw because really? it like it rattled my head so I'm bad sure. first thing i did was grab my jaw i was like oh, I, I was still connected and then i was like fine from there but i was sore for a couple days after but like initially that was a hard hit you get concussion you could yeah but you i didn't i didn't know wow. have you um no Never had a concussion. Wow. Ah, I take that back. I think I did one time. I was on a Segway, and it turned off, and I went back and hit my head, and then I kind of don't remember everything. (laughs) Isn't it crazy how, like, extreme uh, sports athletes always get hurt doing, like, the most random things? Random. Like, I I got a Segway for one of my birthdays, and it was, like, a baby pink Segway. I was, like, no, probably. Was it a hoverboard? Like, the little one? No, like, the mall cop mall Segway. Oh, that's so sick. It had off-road tires on it. And and it was, it was pink, 
Yeah, my parents had it powder coated pink. And so, oh my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was pink when I was little. And I was just riding it around the property. And we'd take it off jumps. like, <laughs> And I was just going straight up a hill. And like, it went ding, ding, ding. And I fall back and hit my head. But I don't remember falling. So you, you had like a pretty unique growing up childhood. Mm-hmm. Your dad is Brian Deegan. He, he founded Metal Militia, am I, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, FMX rider and just crazy i mean he was like the bad boy of the early 2000s like freestyle motocross yeah what what was that like growing up it was crazy and i think i i didn't realize how different it was until i started getting around people with normal families like normal <laughs> parents that worked like nine to five jobs and like stay at home moms and like the husband goes to works and like comes home every day and like eats dinner with their kids and i didn't realize i was so abnormal because it was normal for yeah. me and the people who were around it was the same thing and so like a couple of the other motocross guys and the off-road truck guys had daughters that i would hang out with and those were my friends and so it felt normal because i was always around those people and were, were they always at your house like at your compound mm-hmm, yeah because my dad kind of had like the main compound where everyone went to yeah. and so everyone was always over there like it was always like a bunch of guys riding like my little brother hayden my mom would put him in a high chair and like stick him outside and just he would watch them ride for hours really? and he would get so mad if you brought him inside and like he just like he just sat there like mesmerized and i still like to this day believe that, like that's why hayden is like so obsessed with the sport and so invested is cuz he was so invested and so intrigued with it from a young age like it was in his blood instantly it's just it's like so crazy because in my eyes like brian deegan founded like the freestyle mm-hmm. type it right? was, it was like, he was like one of the first guys yeah, to so there do was it. kind of like uh, it was it's so hard to say like who was the guy it was more a group of guys mm-hmm. that brought it to was doing like crusty demon stuff and then brought it to x games and that's kind of when it all started because x games was just massive at the time yeah x right? games it's like the tony hawk era and, and mm-hmm. like all those guys was, Dave like, Mir. Huge, yeah. mm-hmm. so they they were the first group to do freestyle mm-hmm. yeah so like my dad was in that first group Wow. It was, like, him, um, Travis Pastrana. Travis is, like, 15 years old. And, like, if you go back and watch the movie Unchained on Netflix, it tells the whole story. And so, like, of everyone, like, Seth Enslow, Mike Metzger, um, a Twitch was there, kind of. Twitch was coming in when it was starting, so, like, he was still pretty fresh to it. But, like, all those guys that were there. And it's, like, uh, it's so cool to see, like, how it evolved. And, like, all those guys now. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many are tattoo artists. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all, like, tatted out guys, which Especially is, like, cool. I like tattoos. Yeah. yeah. I think tattoos are cool. And that's probably just the household I grew up in. But, like, all of them, like, a bunch of them are, like, tattooed artists now. Huh. Yeah. So, like, he was just, like... Like, fuck the system, rebel against the social norm of, like, motocross, mm-hmm. and that's, like, what was born from it? He had, like, two options. It's like, okay, either I'm going to do, do the right thing, you know, and, like, kind of comply with, like, corporate America, kind of be, like, right in everyone's eyes, and he just went the complete opposite, like, complete 180, and took the other route, which it worked for him. Like, great, I don't think in today's society it would work, but back then in that era, it did. And it was truly like a movement of freestyle, like freestyle motorsports. That was really cool. Yeah. It was like you had to choose between Travis Pastrana or Brian Deegan. Exactly. You you were either one side or the other. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You don't think it would work today? I don't know. Just Mm -hmm. because like society. Dude, they were crazy. I I think it's not, I think it's just like the way society is. I think a lot of the stuff that, was okay back then is it okay now and i feel like it wouldn't be accepted the way it was and i feel like people are a lot more like a little more monotone yeah. and not so like outspoken and so yeah. i feel like that's why it wouldn't work 
He's like the mod, or he was he's like he was like the the modern day like bad boy YouTuber. Oh uh-huh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like the Danny Duncan type, yeah, or like a little yeah. more like uh-huh, savage yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were living like rock stars. Yeah, like, I remember legit. like uh-huh. watching just videos, you know, as a kid, and yeah, it was just they were just crazy. Like mm-hmm. they were just the bad Absolutely boys. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like watching videos and like destroying stuff in hotels. Yeah, like, why do you guys even do that? <laughs> I'm like, what came out of that besides a bill? <laughs> yeah, but it was more just like a whole like friendship and group and yeah. like a whole vibe of it it was their look yeah uh-huh. it was their image it was like truly their image but it was like who they were yeah and like you figure you like you get a rise out of something you're probably going to keep doing that it's so like you keep getting a rise out of it you're like mm-hmm. oh more is better it was like keep a serious yeah. moment because i wasn't there like a time in california like if you were wearing metal militia gear you couldn't go into certain bars yeah or, okay yeah uh-huh. really? no it was banned yeah. you couldn't wear metal militia in huh. schools in california yeah. what because it was crazy. like it was that big of a movement it was like a I don't want to mm-hmm. say a gang, but you know, like they probably it was, looked at yeah, it, it that wasn't, way. It wasn't a gang, but it was like yeah. just a group of guys that were reckless. Yeah, they were and just, it was just causing havoc. Yeah, and so like it actually got banned from a lot of schools. And, like crazy. one of my best friends growing up, like it was banned from her school right across the street. And so like she couldn't wear any of the clothes. <laughs> and that, then like, you're <laughs> like, "That's my dad." That's my. <laughs> That's dad. awesome. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, and it was, but like I didn't realize any of those things right, until I got home. older, and like I was like, "Oh man, that's kind of that's kind of not good." Yeah. <laughs> When you were watching that, like as a as a kid, um, did you ever want to follow in that footsteps, or like how did you end up in NASCAR? Is my question. Yeah, so it's kind of I. My dad had enough like knowledge in motorsports to realize you were never going to make it in motocross just because like just being a girl physically. And me, I'm a small girl. I'm five four, weigh 130 pounds. Like I'm small. I'm not. And like I know people are like, oh, Ricky Carmichael, but like it takes a true like strength, like. Obviously, like, there's a reason why, like, most men bench more than girls. Like, just because you're naturally stronger. Like, it just comes naturally. And I feel like that's something it would be so much harder for a girl to make it in a sport like motocross because it takes such a toll on your body. And that's why so many people have, like, smallest body issues take them out of the sport. Like, and I feel like it'd just be so hard and be kind of, like, almost impossible. Obviously, it is possible by all means, but there hasn't been someone to do it yet. And honestly, they didn't want to put me in racing. And they had no intention of putting me in racing. But when my dad went to his first off-road truck race, I saw little kids my age. I was seven at the time. They were like 8 to 16 racing. And I was like, I want to do it. That's what I want to do. Like, I want to try it. And I would ride around on like a quad at the house and like little like Polaris razors and stuff. And like that was like those little small kid ones. And so they ended up getting me an off-road truck for my birthday, my eighth birthday. I begged begged them for like every single day. What is that? look like or like what is like a small kid off-road truck i'll I'll show you a picture of it but it's like legit have you seen like baja trucks yeah like like that's what I'm picturing in yeah. you being eight years old. It's a mini one. It's a mini one. It's like a 450 compared to like a pit bike. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's virtually okay. like that. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. But I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. So you just hopped in and started mobbing? Yeah. And hostel, so they're like 450 Yamaha quad motors, and it's like that's what was in it, like shifting and everything. And so oh, okay. I raced that until I was about 14. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> sounds really cool. Yeah, it does. It's like the – like. Just yeah, as like a little kid, yeah. it sounds like my dream. Yeah, uh-huh. it was, and it was like, it was so cool because there's other kids my age doing, it. and there's a few girls in it because the other dads that raced had their daughters in it, but like no other girls made it past that and past like the off road truck stuff. But like, it's cool to have other girls, like all my little girlfriends right. and stuff. Like we raced together, and it was like fun, and it just it was a cool childhood. So mm. is there is there like still girls racing at the level that you're racing at now? In NASCAR stuff, yeah, and there's a few, a few like a handful of them. Not many that are in like development programs, like with Ford and stuff. Um, it's, you're you're it's, definitely the biggest. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. say I'm the biggest, like, but like I feel like I right now there's so many great people behind me, and I feel like I have so many opportunities to make it in the sport. And it's so hard to make it in the sport of NASCAR. It involves so much money, so many good people on your side, and having the right team behind you, and having like the right head on your shoulders. And I feel like we have a good probability and a really good system to be able to make it. Aren't you one of the most followed NASCAR drivers? Yeah, I you am. Are I am the, the most I followed am the NASCAR, NASCAR driver. NASCAR driver. Like cool. Instagram, stuff like that. That's nuts. It's, it's crazy. That's got to be like a hit to every other NASCAR driver's ego. And I think it's like it's I grew up in California. California is like influencer nation. Like if you don't own a camera, like you're like, what, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask you. So like. Growing up in California, but you don't live there now, no, right? Uh, and would you ever go back? I think if I retired one day, I might go back to California or like say I, I couldn't race anymore. Or I got hurt and I couldn't race anymore. I'd probably go back to California because I just like the vibe there. Like I like being able to go to the beach and go off-roading all in like the same area. And it was just, it was really cool living there. So was it, what was it like having, you know, massive influencers like constantly coming to your mm-hmm. house? It was so normal. Like, it was, 
like hey, my Hayden, uh, my little brother, I remember like when I was like, I think 17, 18, he's like, oh, like Taylor Holder and like all his friends are coming over today. He's like just The TikTokers him. when they were like blowing and up. And Hayden's like yeah. texting him on his little iPod. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and when all they were like, and they show up in like a Prevost bus into like oh, wow. our dirt road house. <laughs> and so like, it was always so normal. Like we had the Kardashians and stuff, um, like uh, Bruce Jenner, back when he was, um, Bruce Jenner? Bruce, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so back when, um, all of them were together still, and like they were kind of a, a whole family came out. Um, really, Kim didn't, but there was a few other ones there. And did what? That's crazy. Uh, they just pretty much came and drove off our drugs. Didn't wow. you collab with uh, Dixie D'Amelio? I did. Uh, <laughs> she came over for a day too. It's so random. So random. But like, it's like all those famous people. I think uh, kind of always wanted to do something like that, like go and like rip a razor mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and you guys just have like the perfect compound perfect to do compound, it. Yeah. And it's super close to yeah. LA. Mm-hmm. So it was it's like, like such a interesting dynamic. Yeah, like Bryce Hall there. and um, all those guys came over, like yeah. the Sway House guys, like Hayden just texted him one day and they all just showed up. That's so and funny. And it's, it's so funny because like Hayden, like on his little iPod, yeah. like texting <laughs> people to come over. I'm like, do you realize who these people are? And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, they like do social media. He's, like, he's so tainted to it too, though. Yeah, yeah, it becomes so like jaded. Yeah. When we were at your guys' house, yeah, I was going to say, it was like a revolving door. There were so many people coming in, like really good riders. It was, I mean, just a compound, obviously. I know, it's so weird that you guys came to my house and I had no clue. You were racing, yeah. I think. I was probably yeah. out racing. We were only there something. for like an hour. But yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. we sh- we showed up and all these other athletes are there and they're like, so what are you guys doing? We're like, YouTube. YouTube. Like, like bikes. And they were like, then go and jump. Your little brother was like, then go and hit that jump. We were like, not that kind of no, not that kind of you know. That's that's just that's Hayden, that's Hudson. They have no filter. Like no filter. Like, yeah, we figured that say, out. Like, if you say you own your pip uh po- pit bike, they're like, Oh yeah, you can go backflip over there if you want to. Like and these they're so straightforward. Like Hayden's the same way with me. Hudson's the same way. They just like grew up like that. No, you, you, they weren't being rude or nothing. Like it was, it was. They probably were. They're very. No, rude. it was. <laughs> it was good. They were, it was nice. Um, speaking of like that kind of stuff, so obviously they're like go backflip that because they just have growing mm-hmm. up. Most people that come to the house probably know how to backflip yeah. and do all this crazy stuff. Was it scary, like watching your dad on TV, or were you just so used to it you didn't care? Like yeah, so like. Hudson, Hudson's probably the one that said that to you guys because he loves putting people on the spot. Like, he, <laughs> he knows what he does. He's got a little sneaky personality. He'll put you on the spot. He's like, go do it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's a Hudson thing for sure. But growing up with my dad, I didn't realize how dangerous the stuff was he, that he was doing. And there was a big realization for me is in one of the Krusty Demon movies when he was at um, Viva La Bam doing the whole yeah, thing over there. I remember that. Um, when he blew up his kidney and almost died. And so... Like, I watched one of the, crust, I think it was the Krusty Demons movie um, about that, like, when it had that segment in it. And it was showing, I remember I was eight, maybe ten years old, and it showed, like, it was obviously exaggerated to an extent. Like, they showed, like, his tombstone, like, yeah. on the screen. And I bawled my eyes out. Jeez. Yeah. Bawled my eyes out. Like, right. eight, ten, eight to ten-year-old me, like, yeah. was, oh, my God, my dad's going to die. And right. so, like. That, like, traumatized me when I was that age. But I think that opened my eyes to how dangerous the sport mm-hmm. was. Man. Yeah. So, like, when he would be, like, competing at X Games with, like, your mom, and you would you be there on mm-hmm. the sidelines? I, I w- yeah, would, I went to all Would it be X just Games. super nervous? or was Super it, nervous, yeah. Sure, yeah. So, like, when I was younger, a lot younger, and they went to winter X Games, I didn't go to those ones when I was, like, two or three years old. Right. My mom would go, um, and I'd be at my grandparents' house watching. So, like, my dad um, did winter X Games where he broke – 
both of his arms, both of his Jeez. legs, like what? like oh, uh-huh. it was like the the snow, the snow one, yeah, the they snow did it for one motorcross, year, they? They right? Did, they did it for they did it for a few years, but like he tamed it down because he tried to do a three sixty there. And so wait, what? What was they he were doing? on? They had studded tires on the dirt bike, dude. Yeah, it was three sixty. Gnarly. I, was it freestyle? Yeah, no, it was um best trick, I believe. On the snow, snow on basically ice because it was like ice. the landing was, it was so they packed down and like watered so much it. that so it, it just turned ice. into straight. It was just a block. Of it was ice. so what? that's so dangerous. Who's idea? Yeah, yeah, was that? Like, I don't know. Literally, I whose idea don't. was that? I don't know. It was cool. I mean, it was it great, was really great cool. Yeah, my dad but... obviously got the worst end of the stick of that. Yeah, no, was, it, was there not snowmobiles at the time? No, there was. I'm sure they were just like we're gonna do something new. Yeah, I'm sure there's just I was like trying to bring it. Oh, huh. I guess like Winter X Games because there's obviously like Summer X Games and Winter X Games, and I think it was just kind of. But also, I think that was a product of freestyle motorsport or freestyle motocross is that it was all trial, trial and error. Like especially back then, how do you how do you base a whole sport off something like you're learning as you're going? Yeah, and so it was like, oh, like if we could do it on dirt, like why not snow? Right, and so it just didn't work. I feel like those guys have like the mentality like. They're not going to back down from really anything. No, either. it's like, but also it's like if you back down, if you're that guy to back down, there's like someone else that's going to. Right. It's constantly trying to prove yourself. Hmm. What would you attribute you and your your brother's like a superstar motocross mm-hmm. race, racer, He's right? crazy good, yeah. He's going to be professional 450. For He's sure. going to be a goat, For right? Sure, yeah. So um, what would you attribute like your success and his success to? Like why, why are you guys both like such extreme athletes? I would say Hayden's was because he was so young around motocross, and that was, like, what my dad's core thing was. Like, my dad's core was obviously dirt bikes. And I feel like he, like, was so accepted by all the guys and, like, constantly around them so much, like, playing with the little action figures and, like, so involved in it. And I think he was just – it was just so relevant. And I feel like that's why he got so invested to it. It was, like, my parents weren't going to put Hayden in racing. They were like, we're not having our son race. Because they didn't want him to get hurt. They didn't want him to get hurt. And then, like, he's like, I want a dirt bike. I want a dirt bike. And he was, like, five, six years old at the time. And, like, just natural talent. Like, just Hard so to good. say no to that, yeah. too, as a yeah. parent. Yeah. And, like, like how do you like how do you tell your kid, like, no when they want to do something? And my parents were always pretty good. Like, when it came to, like, if you want to do it, like, we will go and do it. But you have to take it seriously. And so, like, even back when I was racing off road, started off racing off road, like, they didn't want to put me in cars. I, like, they didn't want me to race. Like, they were like, oh, here's our little girl that's in Girl Scouts and, like, loves wearing pink and hair bows. I, I don't know if I actually like that. I think my mom liked it more on me. <laughs> but, like, I, like, they just saw our love for it, and that's what invested them to put us in it. Yeah. So, like, it just honestly, like, I think we kind of, took the initiative ourselves to, like, we want to do this. And my parents saw that and just got behind it. Hmm. I st- it's pretty cool because, like, growing up in California, I think you could have just as well – I mean, I, you were surrounded by it all. But let's say you were surrounded by a little more influencers mm-hmm. than you were. You could have just ended up being like, yeah, I want to be a YouTuber, which mm-hmm. you are second, or a TikToker. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, I want to race trucks. Yeah, and I think – I want to compete and make something for yourself. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I feel like that influencer world, it's so easy to get wrapped into. And I feel like there's, like, a way to make a longe- longevity out of it. Like, there's a certain, like, formula. Whatever you have to you have to find your thing to make it a long career. And I feel like I never saw, like, a steady career for me in social media. It was like, I'm – without racing, I feel like I'm nothing. And I feel like that's what makes our channel our channel. It's what makes my social media my social media. It's a girl doing practically mo- guy stuff. 
Like yeah. that's and, kind and of killing our, it. Yeah. And so like that's our kind of our, th- our thing. And that's so, your stick. So yeah. What what's what is what's that like being a girl that does all guy stuff in like a male dominated industry? I feel like you constantly like you just have to just kind of do what everyone else does. Like it, even if it comes to YouTube, like we do some sketchy stuff or like even riding pit bikes, like the jump mm-hmm. out there. I'm like, oh, everyone else hitting it, so I'm gonna try to hit it. And so it's like, would you if it wasn't for you? Like, do you enjoy doing that stuff? I do. Yeah, I really do enjoy doing that stuff. Like you and my little brother and me would go ride pit bikes for hours. We'd go ride pit bikes to the gym, and so like just having fun. And I feel like um, it's just it was it obviously is very different being a girl in racing. And I feel like it has its differences. Um, but I feel like it's only as different as you make it. And right. I feel like you can obviously make it a lot more. Like, I feel like it's a respect thing also with some of the guys at the racetrack. Like, when I first got into the truck series this year, I feel like I had to kind of earn the respect of everybody. Like, show everybody, I'm not here to mess around. I'm here to, like, do good, race hard. And, like, I ain't going to take anything. Like, I ain't going to go out there and let you push me around on the track. And I feel like that's something I had to prove over time. Like, I noticed even going in the truck garage, I... The first time, I remember, like, no one talked to me. No one, like, look at me or, like, they gave me weird looks. And, like, now everyone's super cool, says hi. And it's, like, I feel like it's truly a respect thing. And I feel like that's a big difference. You have to earn it. Prove yourself. Like, guy to guy, they automatically have a respect for each other. I've learned this over time. Really? Guys automatically have this, like, sense of respect where they don't, like, look at each other weird. Like, I feel like if you see a guy, you're like, yo, what's up, dude? Like, it's kind of just comes natural. But I feel like guy to girl, when it comes to racing, it's not like that. It's like mm. you have to earn it. Man, interesting. I was, and I would think in some cases it might be the other way around, mm-hmm. where they look at you and they'll just be like, not that they're gonna like let you win or anything, but mm-hmm. they'll be a little easier on no, you. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. They're not. Because what guy wants to get beat by a girl? It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe they'd put on that show in person, but then on the racetrack, yeah. Yeah, it's like huh. complete opposite. Do you have it's- guys acting like? super weird when you when you do beat them it's usually some of the older guys that get more mad like when i battle with them on the track and so like if it's like say a guy does something to me on the track i'm probably gonna do it right back to you like it's kind of it's racing like that's what you do if you drive me down to the inside wall i'm probably gonna do the same thing to you if i pass you do they do they ever like like they get mad but do they ever like bitch out from not hitting you back because you're a girl no really Mm -mm. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, because it's like don't hit a girl. <laughs> no, uh, uh-uh, like, no. That, that, but then that as soon as you put the helmet on, it's like, out there, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a smoke. gray area. No, <laughs> no, it yeah. just like it's never like that. And like I, I feel like they get more frustrated with you quicker. I had one guy completely cuss me out on the radio, and like I found it back through the scanner of what he said. And it was just like, what he, he say? didn't say, I, I can't, I can't even say it. <laughs> I can't say it. And so like, put this guy on blast. <laughs> we did already, but <laughs> send Chase in to beat his ass. <laughs> but like, I know it's like, I, I get flipped off so much while racing. They flip you off while driving. Yes. Like it's right like, out the window. Road rage it's on the track. Funny. Like I can't Actually, even, I can't even count how many times. Wow. What? Yes. What? I mean, uh-huh. I guess I it's not against never... the rules, but no, like I guess I even put your hand out the window. People get that, that mad about mad, it, that press, because it's like their livelihood in in their like. Oh. But it's like my no, livelihood but... too. Like, no, dude, yeah, yeah. I get that, but line. it's like, yeah. do they just take it that much more? I think they take it like if there's a 40 year old guy Personal, out there that's been racing in the truck series for 10, 20 years, like. I would I I know I'd be mad if I was probably a guy and some girl some young girl or first year comes in here and beats me yeah like mm-hmm. and and then starts driving me as hard as I drive her huh. what the hell yeah. <laughs> like you'd probably be frustrated even if you don't show it you'd probably still be frustrated like what am I doing wrong like 
Right. But like I get I get flipped off every single race. Yeah. Every single race. Wow. Do you get out of the car and is it weird then when you see them like in the pits? No, I Jumpy. act like everything's yeah. fine. Like everyone's so awkward inside the pits. Everyone like no one Actually, really until like some I of the drivers. Be, I would I wouldn't be able to like turn that off. I'd be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't forget there's, about there's it. There's days I want to do that, and I've had my fair share of lashing out at, at like guys that are, like getting in their face, but like not anything. Oh, else. and so like <laughs> you've gotten in some guys' I've faces in, in a few, but like that was back when I first started racing. Like, what do you say? Like, it just like. Yeah, you're like, don't press them. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I hold me back, Chase. <laughs> hold me back. But like that was kind of my early stages of stock car racing. Once I started figuring out the ropes, like, oh man, people do drive me sometimes a little bit harder. There's occasionally those guys mm-hmm. that have it out for me. Um, but I kind of got past that, and I'm like, at the end of the day, say you're another racer. You take me out. I go up to you. I hit you. What are you gonna do? I was probably spin out. No, like, Wait. like if I know. Oh, like, in the face. No, and like in the face. If I get out of the truck and I hit you in the face. Yeah, that'd be a bad look for them. Way worse if they hit you back. But So it looks bad on my part because I I know you can't hit me back. Mm-hmm. And then it looks bad on your part if you do it, hit it, me it'd back. Be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So it's a lose lose. Right. So what about the guys that don't have it out for you but are like weirdly infatuated with you? <laughs> so and, like the fans. Yeah, and like super creepy with you. Because uh, NASCAR yeah. is gotta be what like 95 percent male uh yeah my my fan base is 89 percent male on instagram well, we were gonna, we were like gonna ask you that. Most of social media, we yeah. gonna, ours is like that's crazy that it's not much I think yours is higher than ours. than ours ours is 86 <laughs> <laughs> no is it i, I think, think it's so. 96 96 no, no it's no in the way. 80s it's okay, i know it's in the wow. 80s because i was like we're in the 80s we're boys. in the 80s <laughs> i can't yes. believe that <laughs> no but like I've had, like, most, there's a lot of people that are very respectful uh, and, like, fans and stuff, like, very respectful and, like, totally understand, like, what, and I feel like YouTube gives a sense of that reality, like, what I'm going through, my journey, and the ones that kind of get obsessive with you, like, I have a restraining order on someone. I've had people show up at our house in California when I lived there to, like, come pick me up. What? Yeah. Just that you would, they're obsessed with you. What do you mean come pick you up? Like, try to come pick me up. Oh, like, kidnap you. Yeah. Like, not kidnap, They want to, like, date her. Like, in their head, they believe that, like, oh, she wants to be with me. Or, like, they all fake Instagram pages, fake <gasps> Haley Deegan pages. I've been facing this problem a lot. And, like, I don't talk about it, nor do I really, like, acknowledge it. But I do see it on Instagram. It's like, hey, I've been messing- messaging you on here. And it's like, let's meet up. Oh, and, like, this fake, fake person is messaging from them. Yeah, but, like, obviously, you kind of have to be smarter of, like, hey, if it doesn't have a blue check mark and Bro, the yeah. followers behind it. People are posing as you. Asking people for money. Let's Cat meet up. Them. And, like. It's just that stuff's sketchy. I bet I don't, a lot of people fall into that. Yeah, and it's like I don't want some fake person or fake Haley Deegan account messaging someone like, let's Scamming meet up, give fan. them my yeah. actual address, yeah. and then I'm like, uh, like that wasn't me. Dangerous. Yeah. That's like, just a cost of being famous, though. But being famous even though. worse when you're a girl. When you're a girl. That's True. in yeah. Yeah. NASCAR. Uh-huh. You know? And like sometimes people will get like a little hate. I'm kind of like the autograph session thing is kind of like, it was a nice break for a little while. Obviously, like, I want to get back to signing fan stuff. I want to get right. back to meeting people and, like, seeing, like, people were my merchandise at the track. Like, yeah. that's great. I love that. But, like, the part of, like, having some men come up to me and, like, grab me weird or, like, grab yeah. my butt. Yeah. And, like, I'm not okay with that. Like, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, I don't. That's so uh, fucked that's, up. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like. And they're old guys, you need, like, right? Like, like, like security? Do you have so, bodyguards or, like. Chase. You got Chase. <laughs> Chase like, I need to go to gym. <laughs> just rip the sleeves off, Chase, and nobody's going to be messing with it. Get some more tattoos, too. And yeah. Just, yeah, you'll be dialed. 
Yeah, but also I feel like I try to stray away from that as much as possible with what I post on social media. Like, I don't try to post anything really seductive on social right. media. Like, I wear the same black leggings every day. If not, I'm wearing a $10 mm-hmm. pair of jeans and hoodies. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't dress seductively. I don't really post anything that's like, oh, let me post in my, like, Oh, it's just not what I really do, and so it's like no, no bikini pics for thumbnails. And so <laughs> there's, there's there's a difference of like I feel like on social media, like trying to get people to comment about it, like look at me, look right. at me, and then I feel like obviously like if you're doing like wake surfing, wakeboarding, like uh, you can't really be in a hoodie yeah. and leggings. Yeah. It's like it kind of goes with like what you're doing, and so like, if you're in the water, if you're going to the lake, like you're obviously gonna be in a bathing suit, but like. I don't, like, want to provoke that to be, like, that's what I'm trying to be about, like, to where people are, like, oh, well, she wants me to say this stuff to her. She, oh, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I agree. It's very obvious looking at your Instagram, like, that you, you keep it clean and, like, respectable. Mm-hmm. And I feel and, like that's also kind of a corporate, like, trying right. to deal with corporate sponsors. You want to keep it clean. Yeah, it would it would kind of look weird if you were, like, I mean, obviously there's other girls that are doing stuff like that but yeah it wouldn't be a, the right look mm-hmm. yeah like, you doing that is also like equally asking for respect from everyone else yeah, yeah. no yeah Your they fans. can't just be like oh like she's just you know baiting everyone in mm-hmm. yeah like whatever. you can't call me an instagram model yeah no. like yeah i don't model nor do i look like i do on social media so yeah no it's re- very respectable for sure not that there's anything wrong with doing oh uh, yeah no 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 there's nothing wrong at all if, like if you that's what you want to promote that's what you want to be about go for it like right. i don't have a problem with it like and I feel like there's too many people that kind of get invested in other people's lives of, like, trying mm-hmm. to tell them what to do and judge them. Like, dude, if it doesn't affect you, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And that's kind of, like, the page I'm on. Like, if it doesn't personally affect me, I really don't care about it. If you were to quit racing <laughs> and you wanted to make a lot of fucking money, would you start an OnlyFans? Oh, no. You wouldn't? Mm-mm. I'm way too self-conscious. Because I'd imagine, like, you're, like, fan base if it's eight, 90, 90% male, right? You uh-huh. got a million followers. Yeah. And then a bunch of YouTube subscribers, Why are you right? looking at Chase? Uh, well, I was looking at Chase because he, he was making a weird face over there. What yeah. do you... I don't know what he... What do you See, mean I'm just... So you know, like, I, I'm just curious. Thing, I feel like... Because you don't have to post nudity no, on uh-uh. OnlyFans. I get... Yeah, I guess, like, I don't know. You see some of those, like, social media influencers who, like, just post, like, bikini shots and stuff. But kind of You don't need that, though. Like, you're you're doing fans, it without Don't it. you have to, like... No, I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just oh, I'm just right. asking yeah. what, what your thought is on that. I mean, if you do OnlyFans, like, go for it. Like, if you have a great body and, like, feel like you're pretty and confident, like, go for it. Like, that's not my problem. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Like, some girl, if I met a girl... Or, like, if I met one of your girlfriends, she's like, oh, yeah, I do OnlyFans. I wouldn't judge her It'd for that. It'd be probably very normal for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, you're, like, weird or something. Yeah. Like, I would never do that. Like, if that's what you want to do, go for it. That's If you're making a bag off that, go for it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, and so, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, they, there's always, like, those funny conversations. Like, look how all these girls are making so much money off OnlyFans and stuff. Right. But I'm like, I, I don't think I could ever You could, because you very well could, that. but you just don't want to. And then also, it's like, Oh, well, I'll just go undercover. Well, you can't. You no, need a following to be successful can't. on platforms yeah. like that. Oh, so I like. Go undercover as like. like, like not like. Not like wait, what do you mean? Like, but like, no, wait, if you're not or, famous yeah. and then you do that, like, people that are like. Because how? Because it's not like OnlyFans on promotes you on no, like their uh-uh. for you page. Exactly. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they kind of need that our, from like the smaller yeah. influencers. Yeah. But I, I don't even know how it works. Don't you have like message the guys on there too? Yeah. Oh, no. Speaking no. Of I don't messages. know. I've never. Oh, you don't have to. I've like, Miller, fans. come here and message people <laughs> yeah. for me. Oh, I thought you were going to say Miller. 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 Yeah. What's up? What's up? 
<laughs> so, so speaking of messages, I'm. I would imagine your, I mean, your DMs have got to be some weird stuff in there from time to time. All the way from like old Vine people, like big name influencers on Vine, SoundCloud rappers, like. It, oh, like SoundCloud rappers, sound, you would be shocked at the amount of SoundCloud rappers that are like, "Yo, baby girl, like I just released this song, like, hey, like you Share should it. listen to it and like let me know what you think." <laughs> SoundCloud I, rappers are so weird, so confident. They're just hustling, man. They're trying to get it. You gotta Why is at that least so that. common for uh, a SoundCloud rapper to just they hustle. I guess, they do. like, they I do. mean, like. Yeah. It's not like I ever respond to any of them right. ever, but it's fun going through them. Like I get, I get a kick out of like watching or going through my DMs and laughing. I'm have sure. You, have you had some like real famous guys slide in? There's, there's a couple, like a couple. You probably can't drop names. I, I, I don't think I could drop yeah, their names. I wouldn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. Too. Like how famous? Like there was. Remember that one old guy off Vine that I showed you, and I didn't even know you could go under top requested on Instagram until this moment. I went under there. He has like 22 million followers. Holy I know shit. exactly who he is from Vine. He was a big name on Vine. I'm sorry, wow. I, I won't say his name. Logan Paul. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Um, but Logan, if you want to collab, like hit me up. Yeah. My YouTube video. <laughs> we'll go write you TVs. <laughs> I guess. I was. Uh, He's probably watching this right now. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, He's an like, yeah, yeah. avid watcher C-Boys of Minnesota. the C-Boys podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Everyone's got a phone, and if you're paying for your plan, you know just how expensive it can be. Mint Mobile is here to change that. They're the first company to sell their wireless service online only, so all the money that they save by not having retail stores, they pass down to us. Mint gave us a phone to use, and we tested alongside our normal carriers, and they always work just as well, even way out here in Cormorant. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month, and all plans come with unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data. You can keep your phone with any Mint Mobile plan, and even keep your number. If you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile today and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and ship to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash wideopen. That's mintmobile.com slash wideopen. Back to the program. I guess I was more so like aiming at like, I'm sure there's a lot of like creepy dudes, oh, just yeah, as many yeah, as yeah. probably yeah. way more in your DMs than you see at like the races. Yeah. I feel like people get confident over text and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's just how it is. And I feel like you go into your DMs. Like sometimes I just laugh. Really like say. I, like stuff. Just I Just try to pick you up. You just, can't even talk yeah, about like, it. It's like some of them are so bad. Like just the stuff they say. And I'm like, like you type that message. You read that message and you're like, hell yeah, this and is And you the think one. she's going to be like, that is awesome. Wow. Like, <laughs> wow. It's so weird to think about like normal people, like people like that, uh-huh. and then think about them living like their normal lives, They're like normal out life. in society, and like I working. I always <laughs> wonder, like, when I get those weird messages, like, are you just like the typical person I see at Walmart on like the self checkout line? Like, or could you be yeah. that person? And so, like, oh, so it's really weird stuff. Yeah, there's some yeah. weird stuff. Yeah. That's why it changes a lot once you meet a person. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we'll get, you know, a what bunch are you saying, of. Mike, you send messages like that? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> meet him, it's a lot harder to send it. Mike's sticking up for him. But, uh, yeah, like, I'll get messages. Since Haley's here, you'll get messages that are like, oh, Haley's here, say this or say this. And most of them aren't inappropriate. Some of them are. And it makes you want to be like, don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. What oh, would, yeah. would you say that to her in person? Sort of thing. Hey, that Nobody is would. so strange because before you even came here this first time, we were in like the ditch, uh, and just like a, a random guy in a truck came up, and he like he had to have been like 55, 60. Uh-huh. and he we was, didn't like, even announce that we were. Heard Haley Deegan's coming. <laughs> 
like congratulated us and was congratulated like was, was like yeah she's a cute girl and we were uh, like oh, it's not like that like no common? is this so like, like common yeah 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 like i just like yeah and so <laughs> it just comes with the territory it just being... comes with it i guess and like Honestly, like nothing happens. Like if you're just saying stuff, like who right. cares, whatever. And so, but like we did a video one time. Like we were driving out of Bristol Motor Speedway after a race, after one of the races that I had there. And so, like I was in the back seat. Um, Chase and one of our other old friends was in the front seat, and they were asking, like, "Yo, do you know what do you think of Haley Deegan?" And like it was either we were waiting for like, "Oh, she's a good racer," or like, "She sucks," like she's terrible, like trying to get that okay. reaction, and like. It was never like she's a good racer. It was like she's hot, and you're like, and I'm in the back seat. I'm like, Sup? <laughs> did you put the window down? Oh, like, what up? I, I would look out. I go, sup? Oh. <laughs> and That's it just funny. made it super awkward. What would awkward. they do? Would they just go red? Super awkward. And I'm like, see, you would never say that to my face, right? Yeah, they don't you handle balls. it well. You handle it really, yeah, you really, do. really well. I'm sure you deal with it all the time. What did your dad think of that? Um, uh, my dad. My dad predicted the stalker before the stalker came to our house. Really? My dad's really good about going through social media and, like, seeing the things that are overboard if they're weird. And so, like, he actually, we talked about that guy that came to our house um, and tried to pick me up. Um, What'd you he, do? Call the cops? Sorry to yeah. interrupt. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. We called the cops, obviously. Um, and he went to jail for a little bit. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And so um, he actually saw you coming on post. He's like, hey, like block this guy or whatever because we i have my block list is huge if you say something that's messed up on my page like i have a lot of kids that follow me mm-hmm. i don't say messed up on uh, stuff i don't say messed up stuff on instagram or captions or coming back people and like neither should you on my social media like there's kids there i have a lot of young kid followers that um look up to me and i want to be a good role model for yeah. that so yeah. i feel like i just blocked anything that's like bad or negative smart and so he's like, hey, block this guy. And I forgot to block him. Like, mm. I was like, oh, okay, because my dad says, would send me so many of those. Right. And he's like, hey, watch out for this guy, block this guy. And I started to do it. And then, like, that's, he's like, I sent you that guy and over text. I go back through my text, and it was that guy. Mm. And I'm like, oh. Don't you get, don't have, like, a gated community to get into your house? Like what? A full gate. Like, a and huge. And he jumped it or what? No, no, no. I was leaving to go to Target. He was waiting He was in an Uber. And came in when I was driving out to go to Target. I was the dude even... didn't even roll up in his own car. He was with an Uber. <laughs> Imagine how awkward hey. it was for the Uber driver. <laughs> he sold his car to pay for the plane ticket to get there. Oh, he flew Holy there. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That is a stalker. Yeah. No, legit. Scary. And he was 30 years old. I was 19. He risked it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. 
Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Well, that's kind of admirable, though. Yeah, he really no. sunk it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dedication. Jokes, <laughs> jokes, jokes. Don't be a fucking stalker, you weirdos. Yeah, like, like, dude, like, great effort, but, like, you got the wrong girl. That was <laughs> hey, man, put the effort into somebody. Something yeah, else. Wants it. Yeah, no, no, that ain't me. Yeah. yeah. You're not yeah. that guy, pal. No, that guy. Wow. I think you figured that out by now. Yeah, seriously. Um, so Donald Trump Jr. follows you. Yes. That's mm-hmm. that's really cool. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. He's a cool guy. Like, he's genuinely, like, a cool guy. I'm what, jealous. What, do you guys talk? Yeah. About what? Like, he'll respond to my stories. I'll respond to his stories. Like, what? I think I got my aunt like a job at the Trump golf course. <laughs> what? That's good. I messaged him because we live close to a Trump golf course um, in North Carolina. And I was like, yo, like, if you ever need a good, like, someone at the golf course or, like, need a good, she's a event coordinator. And oh. she works in California. And she wants to go to North Carolina. I was like, yo, if you guys need a good event coordinator, like, my aunt's looking for a job out in North Carolina. She just came from this part of, um, and he knows obviously where the wineries are where we live by. And so he's like, Yeah, send me her application over and wow. stuff, and like I'll get her hooked up. That's badass. Damn. <laughs> and you met Trump, though. Yes, too, I right? did. And his wife. Really? Yeah. At where? a game or at a. At Daytona 500. Race, I yeah. Suppose, yeah. Uh huh. So they showed game. up at the Daytona 500. And it's like <laughs> Idiot. five selected big t- name NASCAR drivers, and it's like me. Like, I raced, like, a week before the actual race because I wasn't on, like, the big NASCAR circuit yet. And he wanted to meet you? And or how did that like, work? Like, I messaged Trump Jr. and was, like, the goal for – I didn't even message him. I actually just tweeted, goal for today is get my helmet signed by Trump. I wanted my helmet signed by the president. Like, that's pretty cool. Like when, uh, That's when was very it? Two cool. Two years ago? It was two years ago, yeah, 2019. Man, okay. And so I was like, I want to get my helmet signed. And, like, the, my helmet was sick. Like, super, like, American flag. Like, had, like, soldiers and stuff because one of the companies I was sponsored by. And so I was like, I want to get this helmet signed. Like, it'll be so sick if I get it signed. And so um, he saw my tweet because I tagged him in it and messaged me. Trump? And he, uh, Trump Jr. Oh. And he's like, hey, can you follow? Because I didn't even follow him, I guess. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not big on Twitter. But he's like, hey, you need to follow me back so I can message you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he tweeted ah. you that? Yes, uh huh. And so I obviously followed him back. I mean, I don't follow many people on Twitter at all because I don't use Twitter that often. And we just got to like talking. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna be at this spot," and like I'd give my helmet for like five hours so he could security check it. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. yeah, wow. And they like gave Tight it back ship. here before. Yeah, and so he signed it. Like he talked to me about racing, and it was so cool. That's what really was it cool. like? They're tall people. Really? <laughs> tall. Yeah, Trump's Very a tall. big guy. And, like, you might not notice because his wife is also tall, but they are, like, they got some height on him. I like, how tall height. is he? Like, Probably, like, above six foot for sure. Oh like, my. He's a big man. Yeah. 
So what did he say? Hello, Haley. He like shook my hand. Like we took pictures, and he's like, "It's so <laughs> that's so awesome how you're racing." He's like, "I can't believe you raced around here. Like that's crazy." And like, how long have you been doing it? Man, wow. Yeah, and then like, his wife was like, "You're so you? pretty," and I was like, "Thank you so much." <laughs> that is so <laughs> no, cool. It was like we were there for probably like twenty minutes. Did Man, they like I'm jealous? Did did uh, his security like pat you down and <laughs> give you like a full brief? Or? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Wow. Yeah. Like. I don't know. Just my helmet. Just a helmet. Just yeah. a helmet. I guess because that's like an object. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of backlash. I lost ten thousand followers. I gained fifty thousand. Yeah, there you I'd go. imagine most of your fans would think that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, like at the, the end na- of the day, and, no matter, and it's the president. Yeah, no matter if you're Republican, Democrat, you if you get to meet the president, it's a cool thing. Yeah, like for I sure. don't, I don't judge. Like I'm not gonna judge you if you're like, oh, like. Hell yeah! Like that sucked. Like you're you're a bad person now because you got your helmet signed by the president. Like it's a president. It is like the man of the United yeah. States of the like, world. Y- it's like the, <laughs> like arguably the most powerful man of the world. <laughs> you disagree? You, yeah. you don't think? No, the no. I was just shaking my head. You're a pretty dumb dude if you're oh, like yeah. mad about someone getting their helmet signed by the president just because you don't like them. Like, yeah, and yeah like, either way, that's cool. It's like at the end of the day, like I, I, it's a president. I'm gonna get my helmet signed no matter who it is. Yeah, yeah. You have it up on your wall then, I assume? You it's in put- the back of my car. <laughs> oh my God. I use the helmet for the rest of the season. Oh, oh well, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I got it, I got it clear-coded. So okay, it nice. Off. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool then. Dang. Everyone's like, put this helmet away. Like, I looked like I looked up how much I could sell it for. I obviously would never sell it in, like, right. 50 grand. Man. For, like, an actual signature, like, on an object. I wonder how they, how do they know it's real? I don't know. She's got the picture in the, the video. That one would be easier to prove. I have a video, have <laughs> a video of him signing it. Right. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah, uh, did you? Weren't you sponsored by Barstool Sports? I was at one point. Did you meet Dave Portnoy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, man, how cool was that? President. He's cool, super cool. Like the real president and El Presidente. And El Presidente. <laughs> and so, like, you no, know, he was such a cool guy. Like, I pretty much just messaged him on Instagram, or like, he sent me some merch. Like, and I repped this Barstool hoodie. Like, doing like it was such a comfortable hoodie. Like, I didn't even like really like pay attention much to it. And a- actually, I take that back. He bought one of my mer- merchandise shirts, wore it in an Instagram story of him just talking. It said, like, Haley Deegan right there. And I, I think was like, I remember seeing that. No, way is a gray shirt. And um, I ended up messaging him. I was like, yo, that's sick. And he's like, yo, let me send you some merch. I'm like, sweet, awesome. And so I repped that Barso hoodie forever, like, to the point, like, it had a hole in the armpit that went, like, all the way down to my side. And wow. I was like, I'm going to sew this back together because it's a badass <laughs> hoodie. And so um, I wore that for the longest time. And then we just got to talking more. And then um, he ended up sponsoring me. Just, like, a smaller deal um, just to be on, like, my suit and a little logo on the car. And, like, we just kind of got to know each other. And, like, I did some events with him. And it's cool. That's really cool. That mm-hmm. is cool. Mm-hmm. Barstool Sports is such a a cool company to rap <laughs> these cool. days. Like, yeah. they're such a pillar uh-huh. in social media uh-huh. right They have now. such an influence of, like, obviously they have their whole, like, gambling side. And then they have, um, like, the sports book, all Tons that stuff. Tons of facets. Yeah, yeah, so many different things. The podcast they have. Like, I listen to his podcast all the time with, like, Josh Josh, <coughs> Josh Richards and yep. stuff. And, like, obviously they have multiple big podcasts. And so, like, there's so many cool things that they do. Yeah. Taken over. Mm-hmm. They already yeah. have taken over. Yeah. So who else do you have for, like, sponsors? Obviously, you have Monster as you're taking a sip, which I want to add. <laughs> You are really about that life. Like, I've always I, wondered. Yeah. Like, are do these racers really drink Monster and, like, you know, okay. their energy drinks? You show up and you go, yo, do you guys got any Monsters around here? <laughs> and I was like, I damn, she actually <laughs> drinks Monster. I need packets to travel with. Like, Monster packets you, like, dump into waters. But, like, 
Um, Do they make that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I mean, there's nothing wrong with drinking Monster. I just figured you would literally have so much of it that you would not want to drink any more of it. No, I love, love it. it. Like, I'm a caffeine addict. I'll, I'll admit it. Like, bad. Like, I We used are to, two over here. And so, like, it's it, it got to an unhealthy point where I drink three energy drinks. Like, just because like, I was, like, waking up at 5 a.m. and then driving, like, two and a half hours to go to a simulator. I would drink, like, two to three energy drinks in the span of, like, two hours in the morning. Holy shit. Oh. It was bad. Just and replacing I start, water And then I started it. getting yeah. chest pain. I was like, ah, I shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm only 18. I shouldn't yeah, have yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> legit, legit. And so I limit myself to two energy drinks a day. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I'll go to the gas station by Monsters all day. Like that's, that's what we thought was so that's weird. That's gotta be weird because I'm sure you grew up having pallets of Monster yeah. at your house. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you were probably drinking the Monster? It's 15, 16? I thought you were gonna say six. I, I thought you were gonna say six too. <laughs> I was probably about six when I started chugging the Monsters. No, uh uh-uh, uh, no, no. I remember when um, my dad was sponsored back by Rockstar. He would. Right. Um, he would have like his Rockstar in the morning, and then on our way to like middle school, I'd chug it real quick. And so like it was like. I think it was, like, a young age thing. Like, I like, got tasted. Cool. I'm like, oh, I need more. <laughs> so, like, I honestly, like, I'm just a caffeine addict, and I can't, like, I get a headache. Like, it's bad. I probably shouldn't drink as much caffeine as I do, but I've actually gotten better from where I was. And so well, that's all that you. matters. I'm improving. I'm a self-aware. And so <laughs> uh, I just, I, like, I drink one in the morning, and I drink one around 3, and it's just, like, Okay, I'm gonna have a little bit chest like it, I it, a little, I little bit of chest pain. I don't I don't anymore because like I was I was taking pre workout and like I would take pre workout and that's the morning, a lot of caffeine a lot of caffeine with all the monsters yeah and that was back before I started drinking energy drinks and so I would take a bunch of pre, like, two scoops yeah. of pre workout in the morning like casually I feel you just to start my day <laughs> and then I would drink like more later and I was like no like that's done I noticed once I started drinking the monster monster ultras. Um, I've always, obviously before I sponsored my monster, I would drink any energy drink and like my monster deal came along a couple years ago, like legitly. Um, but like I noticed I would get chest pains from other energy drinks. Like in monster, the actually monster the do monster. That. How much Ultra. are they paying you to yeah, say this? Yeah, I was going to say this turned into It seems very, yeah. Like no, 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 no. monsters, those were the tickets. Miller's on the phone with them right now. Yep, yep, just secured. Just secured three minutes of ad placement. That'll be 15 grand. I hate to say it because it sounds like so, I don't, that's why I don't talk about it. Because it sounds so scripted, but like no You are actually about that life. Like I've tested it out. Like if, like the least, like I don't have chest pain anymore ever since I started doing the ultra ones like and that's why i stick by them and that's why you'll see me with the green ultra monster everywhere i go because like it, i get a bunch of work done because i have energy and i'm like feel great well i think that's cool because because you're you're real about it mm-hmm. you're like, not just posing that you like it like no you actually like, do i'll put it in my cup when i go race inside that's- my truck Holy Whoa, shit. Forgot, you really are about it. I forgot I did one time. I thought it was water, and it was so hot. I went, like chugged it, and it like shot out my nose. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> it was carbonated, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's carbonated. Yeah, Very carbonated. Carbonated. Yeah. carbonated. yeah, you know, you got carbonated, yeah. carbonated monster. monster. <laughs> God damn it. Carbonated. So, yeah, and it shot out my nose. So I wasn't expecting it, and I was like, I was so pumped when I had that, and I was amped up for the end of the race. I, I, I was pinned, and, like, I'm already nervous, and, like, my adrenaline's going, so I was, like, shaking. Jeez. But, like, I live for that, like, shaking moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you easily addicted to, like, stimulus of, of any sort, like caffeine, you said? Caffeine, like caffeine. Are you just, like, constantly trying to find that next high? Mm, eh, not, like, like high. Not high, high, high. No, yeah. like, constantly trying to find, like, that next, like, 
Adrenaline hit. rush. Yeah. He means, yeah. Like, I think in life, I'd say, like, in life with, like, what I do and stuff, like, obviously. You're an adrenaline drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like that. You'd have to be. Yeah, like, which is racing. But, like, I get that from racing. But, like, day to day, like, caffeine's that for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I love it. Like, I live and breathe it. Like, I plan my day to when I get to go to the gas station if I'm out and about and, like, go get monster. Like, here this morning, I'm like, okay, if I get up at this time, I could probably leave and go to the gas station and go grab a monster before we do the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we... You sound we, like Ryan with Mountain Dew. <laughs> I had to send... Well, Ryan was picking up groceries, and I, I texted him. I go, hey, make sure you pick up monsters for Haley and uh-huh. the crew, because they all love them, too, mm-hmm. you know? But, uh, so who else you got as sponsors? That so, obviously, Ford. Ford. Ford uh, is one of my big ones, and they're awesome. Like, I, I get to drive around GT350, and it's, like, it's great. Like, That's cool. And they support me by racing. We're all in the same program, so I'm in their development program. And I'm one of their only development drivers. They really focus on me and focus on my improvement and what I'm trying to accomplish. And we're all on the same page. And obviously, I get to do really cool commercials. Like, for the Lightning Ford that's coming out, the um, all-electric F-150, I got to do the commercial for that. Like, really? I got to test out. Did you get to drive it? No, I didn't get to drive it. It was um, just a... I got it. Well, not, like, drive it, like, on roads and stuff, because there's a certain yeah. limitations that you have. So, like, doing what we had to do for filming, I was allowed to do, but not, like, have one yet. Yeah. And so, I got to drive the Mach-E, the all-electric um, I, I remember Ford. seeing that, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, like, it's cool. I get to test out all these vehicles. Yeah, I got to drive the Bronco so before it came out. I got to see the Bronco before it was released to the public. I just signed a bunch of waivers and stuff. It was sick. And it's, so, like, so many cool things I get to do like that with this company, and I feel like... You get, like, a list at the beginning of the year of, like, what cars you want for the year. Obviously, there's, like, a limit on them. And you get to pick them? I get to pick, like, oh you get to pick the car, the color, interior color, and it's like, oh, I'll be to you in two months. You are so that's lucky. So that's sick. cool. It's, it's awesome. Like, it's great. That's why, like, it's just, it's awesome. Like, Chase is going to be driving a Tremor soon, and I'm going to be driving a Raptor that soon again. So, that's like, so dope. Yeah. Do you think that they would, like, hook up your friends at all? Yeah, like, like <laughs> we're like really like a good friends question, now, right? Yes, we are good friends. <laughs> yeah, we'd love like a like GT500 super good friends, over. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so like when you win a race, like obviously they want your sponsors want you to win. Yeah, anyone sponsor anyone wants that to happen. Do they? Is it lateral or do you get paid more or compensated more Can when you talk about when that? you win? Yeah, like um, honestly, we don't have many sponsors who do bonus deals. Um, there's a few, I think my monster deal has some bonuses or at least the one we're working on for next year. So like, I've heard monsters good about that. Yeah. Monsters really good with bonuses, but also like, that's a very motocross thing. That's very supercross. That's very bonus related. Um, in NASCAR and stuff, obviously the higher you get, the more sponsors you get, it gets like more bonuses. How much is a a truck like you're driving worth? Worth like the truck itself or how much it costs to race? How much it goes into it? No, no, no. Like what's the truck cost? So much engineering. I'm gonna get Chase's input on this one. How much do you think, Chase? One fifty. I was gonna say anywhere from like one twenty, one thirty, but like probably one fifty with the trucks. Do you have to start over when you crash? Mm, so it- that's the thing with racing for a team is like you pay to race that truck, and then that you kind of negotiate in your agreement whether you pay damages or not. Mm. So it's mm. like. Most of the time, you don't want to pay damages because no, most yeah. of the things That'd that happen are out of your control. Like, right. I've gotten wrecked this last yeah. four races. That's a completely out of my control, the situations that happened. But, like, nothing I could do about it. But then I'd be stuck with that bill. So, like, obviously, I don't pay for that. So, like, I just go out there and I race hard. And yeah. I try to get the best finish possible because I want to do good. Yeah. That's nice because then if you do have to pay for it, you're, like, probably holding back. You'd be a yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't sure. want to. Yeah. I know yeah. a lot of people would for be sure. like that, too. Yeah. Wow. It is. I'd imagine there's probably like insurance on those, right? Mm-mm. Really? No. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, there's no way they didn't. Well, why would yeah, an insurance company be like, I want to insure. I want to insure your truck <laughs> no that 50% that? of you guys crash yeah. every single race. High policy. Oh, high insurance high companies would go yeah, under. High risk. <laughs> yeah. Bad question. <laughs> so you got tons of sponsors, obviously, then. And then I have smaller sponsors. Like, one of my favorites is Heatwave Sunglasses. Like, yeah. they're sick. I love their company. It's, like, total retro, like, that, like, yeah. 90s vibe. And I love, like, the neon colors. Um craftsman which is great for like tools and really stuff. cool and like there's just i have an, a trash company that sponsors me they um do the trucks and trash cans um they like the actual trash trucks and oh. the trash cans all and the way down like, to the trash cans all the way down to trash yeah. cans yeah and so they're based out of charlotte's so, like i know the um ceo of that company and i'm good friends with him so like it's just i have a lot of cool people around me that are like i i really try to only work with people that are truly on the same mindset as me and that like we kind of are on the same page That's smart so hard to work with people that aren't yeah that genuinely want to help you versus just sponsor you. Yes, right. exactly. You're you're being uh, meticulous about like who mm-hmm. you work with. Like you're not just going to work with them just because they're going to pay you. Exactly. Like, yeah. It has to make sense. Yeah. Which is very smart. It's mm-hmm. a long term play. Yeah. Obviously, the racing keeps you super busy, mm-hmm. but I I cannot believe that you guys are also doing the YouTube thing as well as you are on top of all that because you guys are crushing on YouTube, doing three videos a week. And, I mean, I think we got to get Chase in here because yeah. he's mm-hmm. very much so a part of your YouTube channel. Chase. All right, Chase, you hop on. I'm going to go take a pee. All right, we'll take a little break here, I guess. Ben drank too much Monster. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, possibly a bad breakup or loss of a loved one? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, and this is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise which may not be available locally in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if you need. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read through the testimonials that are posted daily. www.betterhelp.com reviews. There's no shame in reaching out for help, so please visit betterhelp.com slash wide open. That's better, H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people that have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. A special offer for Life Wide Open podcast listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com backslash wide open. What's up, dude? Do you want me to, like, speak? I'd hope so. (laughs) Oh! Ken Block's rim. Are you okay, Mike? Is that on camera? Jesus, Mike. We're going to have to start wearing pot or helmets Helmet. on the podcast. <laughs> All, right. All right, we're back after the little potty break Ben took. Sorry. Anyways, so you guys are super busy with racing. What what made you think that you wanted to add? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they got some torque behind them. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think you wanted to add YouTube on top of it? Because YouTube is already in itself a full-time job. That's two full-time jobs. Two full-time. And then you have merchandise on exactly. top of that, which usually someone else runs. And so, like... And you're doing that all yourself as well. It's pretty much three full-time jobs, like, that we have to balance. And so, it's tough because, like, we have to be involved in all three of those jobs. Mm-hmm. And so, I would say 
when it comes down to like wanting to do YouTube, he was obviously obsessed with YouTube from a young age, like watched a bunch of the big name influencers and like truly just loved YouTube, which is like, like most kids. And so he actually did some of his own vlogs and like, it was tough for Dude, him. Dude, I vlogged every day. And his stuff was quality stuff. Yeah. But, like, it you just... It's so every tough, day. dude. Every it's day. tough to, he like, just, get for how long? up. Just never got picked up. I would say, like, I, I did every day for for maybe a couple months. And then I went to, like, every other day. And then I realized I still wasn't getting more than, like, three views. God damn. You got a couple hundred. <laughs> it's just I, I got, like, that is so, so tough. God, it's, man. It's, just, it's literally, it's like... A lot of, it like is for... Fucking ninety nine percent of the people. It yeah. was it was like all right. One percent. <laughs> it was like one video got like twenty seven hundred, and it was like we went to like a haunted house on my channel, and that was like my first video that got in the two thousands. I was like, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that funny? That's how it. like you're when you hit a thousand views, you're like, this is insane. That's so many people. A you know, it's just like people. the milestones obviously keep yeah. moving. But mm. so did we? They did we, mention, we didn't mention that you're, you, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say we didn't <laughs> yeah. mention this is Chase, you're Haley's mm-hmm. boyfriend, yes. and you guys run the YouTube channel mm-hmm. together. Boyfriend, business, and also like <laughs> race. You're kind of part of the race, t- like. Are you part Everything. of that? Yeah, you're, oh, yeah. you're very much so intermingled mm-hmm. in your guys' lives. And it's cool. Like, I could never date someone who isn't aware of racing and yeah. been involved in racing because it's so hard explaining people racing and understanding what I'm going through. It's like, right. he obviously understands what I'm going Chase through. Chase used to mm-hmm. race, too. Yeah, correct? he's raced a lot. Yeah. He's a great racer. And, like, especially him being good at racing it helps me because i have his outside input as a racer so i feel like Mm -hmm. it helps me personally obviously we get in our arguments like at the beginning of the season of him trying to tell me like what to do and stuff which like i dude it used to grind my years there's so many clips i wish i could make a montage at the end of the years that you just (laughs) hear me behind the camera she like videoing and i just I'll get like off whatever stand I'm sitting on, like standing, because I find like anywhere to stand at a racetrack, I I'll climb fences, like whatever I gotta do to make get the shot. Get the shot. You're a hustler, man. Right. So like, and sometimes you just see me like on camera, like I'm like clipping it, and you just see me like get down. I'm like, I'm done. Like beginning of the season, like I told him not to do that. Oh yeah, like the amount of lecture, and not even lectures, like arguments that we got in, where like he's like, I told you not to do that. Like this is what you did. You show me the video. I'm like, you don't understand. Like it's so much harder than you think. I don't think I have my phone on me, but I I used to at every race take notes of like what I did wrong and what what lap. lap she did, what lap and what she did wrong. And then we'd, like, sit back and look at those notes and then try to find it in the film. Well, what was funny was she got so, like, all you do is tell me what I did wrong. So then I would go, like, put in there, like, just, like, random laps. So, like, oh, you you lied to me? Like, good restart. (laughs) Like, but here's what you really need to improve. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Uh Oh, Chase. Because he was was always, like, telling me what the negatives are. He was like, never tell me what the positives are. Well, it's nice that that positive reinforcement. Because, I mean, Uh from what I see, you guys work really as a team. And you guys are a match made in heaven, if you ask me. I mean, it's nice Thanks. to, it's Thanks, nice to see. We got, we I thought it was more well. me and Ben, but I guess we can see it this way, too. No, I think we're pretty good, too, Chase. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I think you guys make it work. For sure. <laughs> you guys have matching tattoos? Yeah. Right yeah. here. What is it? Oh, that's Little cool. flames. 
It's like your twin flame. Oh, that's fire. Oh, yeah. That is, that that is fire. fire. <laughs> did you do that? Did you do that because of the, the flame hoodie that we gave you? Uh, yeah. Totally, yeah. Like, yeah, didn't have it that. before that. <laughs> you see, I was actually cold before I was going to come in here and do the podcast. And the only hoodie I have left that's clean is that is that one in my bag. Yeah. And I was like, man, I would look really corny on a C-Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, that'd be dope. That'd be cool. We actually did appreciate that because the first, so to add context to the listener, uh, the first time they came out and we did our video, whatever, before we sent, sent you guys home, we were like, hey, here's some merch. And and normally when we do that with other YouTubers, they, they I, don't, I mean, some of them They're wear it, some side, don't. Yeah. yeah. But you guys actually rep that shit. So we appreciate that. And you guys wear it a lot. What is going on? The light. Oh, dude, I just see Haley's eyes. Yeah, stuck. I was like, what the fuck's Ben doing? I was like. <laughs> the rave in the other room. <laughs> yeah, you look over and I'm just like. <laughs> Let's bring it back to the to the YouTube, though. Um, So so you guys decided, whose idea was it to like start the YouTube channel? I think it was mine. Yeah. Um, I, I was like. You know, she had had a social media. It's a social, big opportunity. I was on my dad's presence. YouTube channel before. Right. It was a family channel, mm-hmm. and like the I was, Deegans. I have many videos. Uh, we didn't do a lot of videos because he figured motos every single day, racing cars is not, and so it's hard mm-hmm. to make daily content with that. And so I was on it occasionally, not a ton, and I didn't really invest a lot of time into it because it wasn't like necessarily my channel. Well, it makes sense to have your own, honestly. Yeah. And I had fired up my own vlogs. I was posting them as unlisted and sending them to my friends, like two to three weeks before we were going to produce our vlogs. Um, and I was doing it and posting it as a list. I did it for like three weeks straight to get people's feedback because when I came and Smart. did it here, I wanted it to be done right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just kept doing that, like, trying to get a little bit better and better um, at doing it. But, like, YouTube was always my thing. Yeah. Like, I just love YouTube. You and, do a really and, good job at it, too. I need to mm-hmm. I, appreciate I it. Add, man. Where did Where did your knowledge come from? Because you... You guys started YouTubing 10 months ago, mm-hmm. and you're at, what, 350,000 subscribers right yeah. now? Like, that's insane. You guys had a... 351! <laughs> 351! You guys are on a serious blow-up. Like, you're... you're that you took know, us, you're like, three if you would have asked, yeah. that you took us so asked long Chase to two that. weeks ago, he's like, our channel's dead. Like, it's done. Yeah, but it's like... Done. We had two 10 out of 10s. Like, so, you know, we come into this week, and it's like, one out of 10. One out of 10. He's like, dude, we're back up. Like, we made it. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, everyone like, watching that oh, isn't a YouTuber yeah. right so, now is like, no idea what that no means. Idea, when no when you post... Just to add some context. Yeah. When you post a YouTube video, it will rank it uh, within uh, your last... 10 videos mm-hmm. as to how it's doing relative to those. So mm-hmm. if you have a 10 out of 10 video, that means that it's doing obviously the worst versus a one out of 10 means it's doing really well. Yeah. So, yeah. and it, it really does impact people. Definitely. And yeah. it like affects my day every day. When you like, see a can't 10 let that happen, man. Dude, Dude but here's the thing. I've been telling you. I wanted to add when Haley was talking about how racing was like her number one and YouTube was her second being that I don't have racing anymore. YouTube is you, my one. You, you so take like, that role, yeah. So, like, if it's going good, I'm in a you good You feel like mood. you're doing a good job, yeah. And, like, it's never – it's not like you go – you talk about people who go to a 9-to-5 job and go home and just can disconnect and get on their phones and you be don't. done with life. You don't. Like, you got to think of what's next. How can we go bigger? How can we go better? And I think one of the things that really up. frustrates me the most is I've, like, always wanted to be, if there's a problem, how can we fix it? Or what can I do to make it better? And and with YouTube, I don't feel like you have that option. Like sometimes like you per, you produce your best quality of what you thought was the best with a great idea and a great thumbnail mm-hmm. and a great title. 
and and you don't get results from it. It just and you're doesn't like, get pushed. Yeah. YouTube doesn't push it. it and you're like, I, I can't fix it. So it's it's even that much more frustrating right. to me is the fact of like, well, how do I know that's not going to happen for the next 10 videos in a row, mm-hmm. you know? But think back to the days when you were getting uh, 100 views and you were stoked yeah. that 100 people watched it and now you're upset that only 200,000. Yes. Uh, one vi- no, you're upset that one video might be 10,000 views less than the other. That could put it into like the fifth position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so it's but like, here's, here's the difference though. Is back then YouTube was fun. It's still fun, but it's but You're livelihood. relying on it. Yeah. It's a livelihood now. It's, it's mm-hmm. like how we're able to come here. Man, when you guys first came here, which we didn't know at the time, but like you were, you were really risking it all. Like you were, you kind of were. Yeah, you tried to flake. I, I didn't that try to flake. Made us look extra <laughs> bad. On my yes. end, on yeah. my end, I just thought you guys were like really balling, and like I didn't know if we had a whole lot to offer, as I said earlier. But but you were out. It was in the process of you kind of trying to do your own thing. Like mm-hmm. you were trying to pave your own way. I mean, both of you. Yeah, so I I pretty much um, moved out of my parents' house um, in California because I had to be here for racing. Like, I, or not here, North Carolina. Oh, I forgot where I'm yeah, at right the Sea Boys. I, I had to be at the Sea Boys <laughs> racing. So, like, no. <laughs> I had to be in Charlotte, North Carolina for mm-hmm. racing. And that's where I had to be starting the season coming up. I had to go simulator. Like, I had so much to do out here that I couldn't be flying five hours back and forth every single time I needed to sit in my truck to go get fitted. And so... We pretty much, like, went out on a limb, and I moved out, and I wanted to do it all, like, I wanted it to be on my, I didn't want to be like, oh, mom and dad, like, I need money to go do this, so, like. Because everyone thinks that you're daddy's money? Everyone thinks I'm daddy's money. Dude, people will be like, your dad owns Monster, that's why, I'm like, dude, my dad owns Monster, I would not be doing this (laughs) (laughs) I would not be, like, working ourselves to death. Yeah, because you guys work so hard. And we just, so many hours get put into it, because it's, once again, doing three jobs. It, mm-hmm. with two people so it's like trying to balance that with us for a while when we were we were doing two videos so we were not having any schedule and we came up here we had just about to hit 100k and we came up here and i looked at you guys' whiteboard and i sat down that one night and we talked for like hours yeah, about youtube you, yeah yeah and you were talking about like schedule and then i i would hear you talking to ben about oh this will go in this video this will go in thursday's video i was like damn like they got their shit together yeah, like, it's, it's more thought like, out than what people think mm-hmm. from and, the outside. And I was like, we really, I left here and I was like, we really need to get on like a schedule. Next day he bought so, a whiteboard. Yeah, <laughs> like next day, Smart. bought a whiteboard. <laughs> so like you guys were Monday and Thursday. I was like, look, I don't want to be on their schedule. Like I don't want to feel like, I don't want them to feel as if we had copied I them. wouldn't have been mad at all. So we went like Sunday that. and Wednesday oh. and we were like on that for a while. And I was, we were doing that and. I was like, hey, I think we could ramp it up to three because there's times when you get like in two videos and you could do get some lax days. And I was like, I think we could go three. One more video a week is a lot. Yeah. Dude, two videos is a grind. Because it takes it from four days overall. You figure like a day filming, a day for editing. Takes mm-hmm. it from four days to six days, and that's not including me racing and us having to travel and do other things. And so so like, we did that for so long, and I was up so many nights, just late nights, like early mornings, like just mm-hmm. I felt like I was running like myself zombie. into the yeah to the ground, like to to the point where I was like, I don't I don't know how much longer I can physically do that. All these yeah. videos for it you guys. was like painful and like i wish at times that like 
I'm glad I never did, but there were so many times when I like sat down on a fresh timeline and I looked at it and I was like, I think I could just slam this video together and it'd be all right and just be good enough. But like I I never let myself That's get there because I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I just like no matter what, no matter how long it took, no matter how many hours, I was just gonna keep going. And then it got to a point when like I needed somebody else, and that's when we brought Miller on a month ago. And I've noticed it's been a lot easier uh, over the last month, a month and a half or so. It's and been, I feel like you've been happier too. That's like, good. Yeah. That's He's important. In so much of a Having better more mood. free yeah. headspace to um, yeah, so yeah. much less stress, and it shows. Plan and and you know mm-hmm. work, put more effort into Miller. The left for one week. For a car rally, he texts me like the night before. He's like, "Yo, this guy wants to pay a ton of money. Go on this car rally." It's like, "All right, man. Like, Go you know, you love that type of stuff. I'm all for seeing people succeed and do what they love. Like, he loves cars, so so go on the car rally." He's like, "You sure?" He's like, "Yeah, of course. Like, if you can, like, I can handle it for a week. I did it for months." Yeah, a week was brutal. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so let's not let that happen again. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I kind of want to go back to like the the beginning stage of like truly taking a risk mm-hmm. and Delete. like starting from basically nothing, you know, starting mm-hmm. fresh slate. Mm-hmm. And now, after ten months, three hundred fifty thousand, you know, four million views last month. Uh, like seriously, from rags to riches. <laughs> oh, no, like that's Which, an ins- you insane. Make us feel like we're balling. <laughs> well, yeah. No, well, that's Com- like, that's like an insane. Global. From where we came from. Yeah. And, like, it was just, honestly, it was a risk going out on a limb and living in North Carolina and, like, us doing this all together. And mm-hmm. Are you sleeping in a car last time we were here? Yeah. 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 You guys slept? Mm-hmm. So, so but I, no one knows that. Yeah. No one like, knows like, that. Nobody knows that. I'm daddy's money. Like, yeah. I... I when I moved out, like I would, I didn't take a dollar of my parents' money, like at I did not a dollar. Like we did this all on our own. Mm-hmm. I remember, so you couldn't cancel the flights because it was too late. And we were like, "Yo, I don't know if there's anything for you to do." You're like, "I, I guess we'll just come out and try to film something. If you guys want to still collab, that's down." Mm-hmm. That's we're like, "Well, if you're coming out, we're gonna do something. We're gonna make something work." Mm-hmm. And it ended up being a great video, and we had a lot of fun hanging out. Um, but like, you literally financially couldn't. Not use that. You had to. Mm-hmm. Had to. Yeah. 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 We were. Well, what what we had done was when you guys had said that, our first thought was, "Hey, let's figure out if there's any other YouTubers that no. we could do, <laughs> no. Or, no. or if there's anything that we could do, like because that you couldn't cancel it, so you might as well take it and try to do something while you're out here to mm-hmm. make time worth it. But mm-hmm. and you guys slept in your car. Yeah, you didn't. I was like, I felt so bad when I heard. I'm like, we have extra rooms, and you uh, could have slept. <laughs> but here, you're but not gonna be like, Yo, you, you, didn't you didn't know us. Can I sleep at your place? Yeah, you like, didn't know yeah. us, and like, I'm sure you guys didn't want to intrude. No. You're trying to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Getting to know you guys has been. I mean, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun just to, and especially see your, your glow up. I mean, like I said. In ten months' time, you've really turned around. Like you guys are doing very like, well. Like it worked. Like yeah, you, your everything risk, everything the paid, paid off. Paid off. From paid like, off. how are we gonna eat tonight to like, how are we gonna decorate the new house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we just, like, yeah, we amazing. just bought a house. Like yeah. literally, of going out on a limb and like hard work. Hey, you guys are the first to know that yeah. on the podcast. No hard one else knows we bought a house. 
Yeah, that's, <laughs> congratulations. That's so Thank guys. you. Seriously. Appreciate it. When you're not racing or making a YouTube video, there's not. Well, I know you're not because mm-hmm. I know what you guys are scheduled. But if let's say you had a day off, what would you want to do with that day off? Not do anything. That's Get caught up on dishes say. and laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to do that, and I was so excited. I think, like, I like all the laundry's done. That yeah. We were so talking about it. Like, we don't really have a normal relationship. Like, no. Like, we don't. We don't we do don't, date we nights. Don't do date or nights. Or like we don't do date nights. We don't do anything like just that. Work. I it's, couldn't even tell you a time that we, like, both got dressed up and went to dinner. I think our life is so consumed right now by, like, we got to make something of why we got it. It's true. Make hay while the sun shines. Yeah. So, sure. <laughs> I have no clue what that means, but yeah, it's not, it's not legit. There's one piece of advice, like, don't feel like you have to post to stay on the schedule to get, and then end up being burnt out. Mm-hmm. See, like, I kind of had to for a while, though. We like, to, we yeah. had to do that, too, but... Yeah, you do, you but, like, Probably if you not. look back at it, it's like, if you skip a video three months ago, six months ago, two years ago, like, what, does it matter that much? Yeah. I guess our stance is, like, we, we want, like, the videos to live on forever. Like, you know, video can keep being viewed because it's just, a, if it's a good video and it's not, like, something that has to be, is very, like, time relevant. See, well, that, that was that what I was going to say. Forever. See, like, I was going to say that is our videos can't. A yeah. lot of ours can't. They can't live on forever? No, because a lot of ours have to do with the racing. races that have already yeah. happened. True. And yeah. if the race happens and if I don't post a video within the two days, it's, first mm-hmm. of all, it's irrelevant. They're, everybody's going on to a new week. Nobody yep. cares. Yep. So like, I got to get the video out. But at the same time, the next the next time a race happens, that video that is irrelevant. Like you yeah. can literally watch a views. So just it's just kind of done there, yeah. yeah. And I mean, like we were saying, it's all relevant to each person. Like mm-hmm. people make things work that would never work for us. Today is the first day that I'll miss a day in six months. Yeah. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Not not good. Good. But just like, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. I feel like you kind of got like, when I watch your videos, it's like a, very much so like a crew almost like ours. Like you mm-hmm. have obviously Haley, you, Chase, and then Miller now, and then yeah. Mo as well. Mo. Let's go, you, Mo. You in this, you, it's kind of <laughs> like the same dog. situation. And then our dog. Yeah. Which child. hopefully Rambo's okay because he's he at the vet right now. Stung by a bee yeah. or something. God, that they dog have is my card so on prone. file there. <laughs> I can't believe he's four pounds. Four That's pounds. what I'm most impressed yeah, about. That something living can be four pounds. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, do have a crew. And I think that's why we try it's to. Important. Like, I think you need that nowadays on YouTube. Like, to bounce off each other. It's no more just talking to the camera. Yeah, it's like, like tough. You need people yourself. to bounce off with. And Everybody like, has a group yeah. dynamic. Every big YouTuber yeah. has kind of like his crew of people. David Dobrik, obviously. Yeah. Now, Steve, even in his own videos, has characters. I don't think you guys deal with this as much as we do. I was literally talking about a tour last night. Is that like when I'm editing, I want. There's certain things that I want her to say to like, oh, I know this would be a good lead to this. Or I remember this happening earlier and I know I'm going to take it and put it over here. So can you like say something? So like there's a lot of times where I'll ask her to say like select choice words uh, like, oh, like just to make the transition smoother. Where you guys don't really have to deal with that because yours literally is C boys. It's it's the crew. But ours is Haley Deegan. So. No oh, matter right, what, right. she has to lead it. Yeah. No matter what, the pit biking, anything has to be with her face, whether it's her reacting to it, whether, like, I can go ride like we did yesterday, right. but I it literally has to be mainly her. And, like, you right. can throw in, like, the channel is 
primarily right. her channel. She has to do the yeah. intro. She has to do the outro. She has to do the transitions. She has to be the one to say most of the stuff. So there's times when I like want a certain piece. I'm like, hey, just say this. Like, yeah. Because, like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you kind of help produce. You know, it. when you're yeah. literally you're good on camera, Haley, I will say. You know, when literally. you're yeah. filming, <laughs> you're literally editing at the same time in your head. Yeah, no. Like, exactly. at least I feel like I do that. Yeah. Like, no, that's oh. how, how it is for me, too. And so, like, you know, kind of what you need, you know, mm-hmm. and when you don't have that mindset of like that filming and editing mindset, yeah. like, it, I can't be mad when she's doesn't know to say the exact word that I want her to say, even though I still get mad. I think that was a hard part in our relationship, like, to get over. Like, I I do not know what you want me to say, but you expect me to say it. Yeah. Like, tell me what you want me to say. And then, you know, like, we got a lot better about, like, our communication. Like, hey, just tell me exactly what you want me to say. I'll put it in my own words. It's funny because our arguments are not, like, normal relationship. Normal, <laughs> normal relationship arguments are like, who's that boy in your DMs? Yeah. And it's like... Who's who's this? Who's that? You know, what's this? What's that? Why are you not answering my text? It's like, dude, it's something about YouTube analytics. She's like, why are you so pressed? Who cares? Like, it's okay. We need like, to go. You don't understand. Video. Like, uh-huh. that's funny. Well, shit, guys. That was that might have been our best podcast yet. I think that was it honestly was best guest podcast. Best, you are the number one guest you are First we have ever and had. Number one. <laughs> yeah, thank you for doing this. No problem and at we all. We had a lot of fun also filming with you guys. We're going to go film another bit now right after this. We're yeah. going to ERX, so that's going to be mm-hmm. a blast. We got Cletus, uh, the Lay Mullets mm-hmm. race. That's gonna, Thank you again no for inviting all. us to be your co-driver. Listen, listen, on that, when we were deciding, this is this is like legit. I don't know if how you guys take the way I say this, but like when we were deciding the partner who we wanted um, – First first option was because they were in the midst of DMing was T Pain, but he didn't want to do it. No, T-Pain? Yeah. Uh, but- T-Pain DM'd you? Uh, we were DMing about busting. <laughs> but but <laughs> how that came up, I was like, so hey, random. look. These guys, so like I never we had not even a hundred K. You guys had just hit a mill. We I was like, these guys took a shot on us and helped us. I feel like going to Cletus and like doing that, like they don't get a chance to go meet a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They have a great platform. Like, I feel like this could be like a give back for them taking a shot on us when we were like at 80 K. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Get you guys out of Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, you guys are awesome though. So keep killing it. And, uh, let's go have some fun at, at the track, yeah, we got a, We're going to the track to figure out who the co-driver is going to be. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be really good. I have no crazy. idea who it's going to be. I hope it's, I honestly hope it's going to be Ken. I hope <laughs> Ken wins. <laughs> I think that'd be so funny. That bro. would be funny. The seats like wouldn't line up. He's <laughs> low-key like a wheel man. Like, I feel like he low-key is. I think Like, so. I see the way he, like, yeah. throttles up in the Tesla and, like, back. <laughs> Ken is like, is this electric? Is this electric? <laughs> Ken doesn't fuck it if it's... Or, t- Ken doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> Ken doesn't fuck with it if it's not electric. I know. It's that was the best ending. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, Thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, 
I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.